The Business on RT Radio 1 with AIB. We know that your focus is on your business. That's why ours is on supporting you. Well, sticking with business and artistic expression, it's that time of year when the leaves are falling and the branches are becoming bare. While some are starting to hibernate, others are drawn outside to those bare trees to find inspiration. Ed Coulson has been meeting people who look to trees for artistic inspiration, for materials for their craft and as the basis of their livelihood. Woodworker Des Burke, arboriculture lecturer Garrett Murphy. But Ed's report starts with artist Anita Gruner, whose work explores the refugee crisis and displacement. The falling leaves. I use um, natural materials like twigs and trees and primarily twigs from uh, birch trees. Birch trees are my favourite trees. Of red and gold. So I make these very large installations using these twigs and on these twigs are little Uh, black silhouettes. So as you move towards the work, the stories reveal themselves. Stories of people who are just like you and me um, and have become forcibly displaced. Since you went away. You see twigs, twigs are beautiful material because they have a lifespan and a life force like human beings. And they thrive best as a community. And people do that too. They thrive best as a community. But I miss you most of all, my darling, when autumn leaves begin to fall. I want to show you some Irish oak. That's brown ash. There's beech. There's some sycamore. That's cherry. I just walk you up onto the rack. Right, this is beach. It's flamey beaches. Yeah, it's a bit of everything in Anthem. No two pieces, no two planks are the same. So I, I look at a plank sometimes and that sparks a bit of inspiration to do something with it. I make furniture and uh, I work with all native Irish timber. This is Irish oak. I like the I like the patterns that go through the wood. I like the knots, do you know? I like it. I mean, there's a lot of people that would say they'd stay away from it, they'd cut away the knots, do you know? But I've learned in my, over, over time how to deal with the knots and still leave them in there. I think probably the, the nicest things I've ever done have started off being a mistake. I cut something a bit short or or I got a piece that just didn't fit, but I'm liking it and I'm just kind of going, I want to use it, do you know? So, okay, I have to put something each side of it or, you know, and it just develops. I've made, you know, stairs. I've, so I love to just keep on going. I don't think too much about where I'm going. I just love to keep on going. And I haven't, I've lost the fear of kind of that I'm going to come to a corner and I've, I don't know what I'll do then, do you know? Or I could make a mistake because mistakes, I like it, I just keep on going. So that's the way I kind of work now, do you know? You do need to take off more than the recommended amount. It's best to stage it over a number of years to give the sheet tree a chance to get out. Mm-hmm. Okay, see you in the morning, lads. Well, thanks, Gar. See you later. See you later. Usually arborists are very busy at this time of the year because uh, the summer tends to be the nesting season and a lot of the work is prohibited. 
So the work is building up over the course of the summer and then the floodgates open come September. There's still every the odd morning when you get to the top of a tree, especially in a clearing, like, and then you look out over the whole thing and it's just a, it's a view that not many people get to see. It's worth getting up for. <laughs> so. If I forget to shut that, then I have a house full of birds when I come back. I'm actually very lucky to have trees because there, there are very few trees to see round about. Birds used to pop up in practically every poem I wrote. And of course, if you, if you watch birds and observe birds, you cannot not become really interested in their habitat, which is bushes and reeds and trees. And then, of course, over the last few years, we've had the, all these amazing books and, and scientific you know, research that, that tells us all these amazing things about the secret life of trees. So it's very hard not to be you know, drawn into that. Well, the poem is a take on a well-known poem by the English poet Philip Larkin, which he called just The Trees. But given the climate emergency we're in and the absolutely dire daily statistics about the, um, the cutting down of trees and the clearing of, of forests for, for what? For, for greed. Um, I made it into a poem called Late Trees. The trees are standing still and grey, like ships unrigged and calcified. Their trunks shine ghostly at first light, no breath or breeze to make them sway. So what if they've already died while we live on? Well, we'll die too. Same golden sunsets, sparkling dew, just no one on the mountainside. It's past midday, the tall masts are silent stacks, ravaged and reproachful as Gethsemane. You made us thus, they seem to say. Go back, go back, go back. When West Mayo poet Geraldine Mitchell finishing that report from Ed Coulson. Coming up next, bad jobs and bad bosses. Who really owns Ireland and why it matters? And more from the Web Summit. The Business on RT Radio 1 with AIB. From farming to pharmacy, whatever sector your business is in, we have specialist teams ready to support you. 